Hush, written by Anne Frazier, narrated by Emily Beresford. Prologue He spun the dial on the combination lock, quickly because he'd done it so many times. Clockwise to 26. Counterclockwise one revolution, stopping at 10. Clockwise to 18. He heard the familiar click and pulled down on the lock, watching with an almost sexual excitement as it fell open. He slid the catch through the holes in the handle, then opened the locker, the door rattling with a satisfying metallic resonance. The locker was where he kept his souvenirs. He'd gotten it at an auction from the physical education department of a high school that had closed. It was tall, with hooks to hang things and shelves to put smaller objects. Using both hands, he reached in and pulled out his scrapbook. Scrapbook wasn't really a good word for it, because scrap had a negative connotation. For one thing, scrap implied something torn, something left over, like table scraps or scrap metal. For another thing, if you took away the S, you'd have crap. And the book he held with both hands was more than crap, much more. It was his treasure book, his life. He walked in reverse until the backs of his legs came in contact with the metal springs of his bed, the soft edge of the mattress. He sat down with his treasure book on his lap, his knees together to support the book's weight, his feet on the cement floor of the basement. It was one of the scrapbooks you could get at any discount store. The kind young girls kept hidden under their beds, bringing them out to share with best friends. His scrapbook was an ivory color that had yellowed around the edges because he'd had it so long. Gold letters spelled out scrapbook. It bothered him that it had turned yellow. He wished it hadn't. But he couldn't get a new scrapbook it wouldn't be the same. He opened the book. Glued to the first page was a photograph of a young woman sitting in a hospital bed, a baby in her arms, smiling at the camera. He gently ran a finger across the photo, across the woman's face, giving the bundled little infant a little caress before turning the page. Mementos. The woman's driver's license her tiny book of addresses and phone numbers, discount store photos of people he didn't know taken in front of fake Christmas backgrounds. Colors that had once been red were now orange, proving that there really was no such thing as a good deal. People were stupid. They smelled, and they were stupid. The next page was a Polaroid of his first kill, taken in the park where he'd left her. She was already dead when he had her pose for the camera. And since she was a whore, he'd pulled up her dress and pulled down her pants to expose the dark pelt of hair that covered her sexual organs. She had a hand on one hip where he'd placed it, another in her hair, in a provocative, slutty pose. He'd tried to make her smile, tried to pull her lips away from her teeth, but her expression just kept slipping back into a sort of grimace. For his next kill, he brought scotch tape so the mouth would stay where he wanted it. 
Around her neck was the opal necklace he'd given to his mother. She wore it all the time. That made him happy and made his crotch tingle. He pressed the spine of the book against himself. He continued through the book, reading the yellow clippings he'd cut from newspapers. The Madonna murderer. Madonna. Mother and child. The mothers weren't virgins. They were whores. Whores! He was the untouched virgin. He was the immaculate birth. The cow upstairs hadn't given birth to him. He couldn't have come from her womb. Not with her stupidity, her TV game shows, her white trashiness.